0: Prepare yourselves for the fantastical horrors of Monster Island, here on Tales of the Extraordinary! In the North Pacific, hugging the coast of the new Soviet Union, lies the contested island of Sakhalin. We now take you to a small pub in the remote eastern town of Tragleston, where the locals are soon to encounter some truly unusual visitors. I told him not to go.
1: Ilya, I said, you are mad. You know what is out there in the night. Wait until morning, I said, but he was fool,
0: And now he may be dead. I do not care about the state. If they want us to stay in this hell, they need to pay us.
1: Ivan, please keep your voice down.
0: I will not. Better to be taken to Siberian Gulag than put up with daily horrors on this rock.
1: If everyone gave up like you, we might as well turn Sakhalin over to these Japanese
0: savages. Those savages defeated our modern warships, putting us in this mess. It is we who should control this whole island instead of being banished to these northern wastelands. Alexei,
1: more vodka for my friend. He won't stop his talking until he is passed out in a pool of his own
0: filth. If you are buying, then I shall not stop until I see black. Nostrovia. Nostrovia. <laughs>
2: Pardon the intrusion, but might any of you comrades speak English?
0: Close the door! Ah, splendid!
2: See, I knew we'd find some civilization eventually. Bully for you, Dickie. Only took half a day of walking. I said, close door! Sorry, Rod? What? Oh. We would appear to be in a pub of some sort. Really? Was it the wall of booze that gave it away? Quiet, you. If I'd wanted to be mocked at every turn, I would have brought the unknown with us. Good luck getting him away from Sally.
1: That reporter chick? What, is that his lady friend
2: or something? I don't think the unknown is the relationship type, Rod. We should have brought a Nabish at least. Yungungawa wouldn't be of much use to us in wherever we are. I can tell you where we are. Not Japan. That's where. Don't get mad at me. I'm not the one who ran out of fuel. No, but you were the one that insisted that we... What did you say? Move those dogs? The Japanese plane was getting away, and the general with it. We were gaining on them. Yeah, and burning through fuel like Gatsby at a speakeasy. That helio chopper, Air Fox. I think he called it Air Wolf. Who cares? It only had what fuel was in it when we just barely fled the Daedalus. Maybe if we hadn't started off flying the wrong way, then maybe the Japanese wouldn't have gotten a head start on us. The Doc is old and he gets confused easily, all right? Leave him alone. Gladly. Alone with the Air Wolf and his daughter. I'm surprised you aren't with her too. Yeah, well... Andrea and I aren't quite meshing right now. Oh, a lover's spat? Yeah, sorta. What the hell am I doing talking to you about this? You started it. What? Guys, focus. Yeah, Broughton. You're the explorer. Find us some gas. Grab yourselves a refresher while I quiz the locals, eh? All right, but you're buying. With what money? Don't worry. It's Russia. Just barter something. I'll be back. Okay. I guess. Uh, привет. uh. Hello, American. Oh, you speak English. Great. What have you got to drink? Vodka. Okay. And, uh... Vodka. And whiskey? Vodka. Right. Got it. I think I'll have some vodka then. Good choice, American. (sighs) Pardon me, comrades, but might you know... Not comrade. Ah, forgive me. I didn't mean to insinuate that I was a fellow comrade. I meant only... No, we are not Soviets. Ivan, stop.
0: Oh, uh, you sound Russian. I, Russian, but not red. White. A white Russian? Like, with milk? No, white Bolsheviks. Exiled here by Stalin and his cronies. Ah, very good. Glad to see you're not still bitter.
1: Now, Ivan, someone will hear you.
0: Bah, they will arrest this foreigner before they arrest me.
1: Don't tempt them. Excuse me,
0: mind if I drive this
2: conversation for a moment? What do you want, Englishman? That's what I'm trying to tell you. I'm looking for a petrol station of some sort, eh? Petrol? Yes, you know, oil, black gold, Persian tea... What? Never mind. Look, dark black liquid that burns and
0: burns. Ha! Oil! Yes, that's what I just said. This island is floating on a sea of oil, British man. Really? Well then, where are the oil companies, eh? I see no derricks or refineries or... That is because no one can take it. Many have tried. They tried and failed? They
1: tried and died. I don't understand. There are things out there. Beasts, monsters. They protect the oil like their life's blood. You mean
2: bears or something?
0: No, fool. Giant creatures. A flying insect, size of house. That large gorilla whale that lives in the oil slicks, devouring any who comes too close.
1: A what? A monstrous beast the size of a whale, with the
2: strength of a gorilla. That's absurd. What kind of comparison is that? A gorilla and a whale? Why not call it an elephant tuna while you're at it? Do not mock us. I'm very sorry. Forgive my rudeness. I don't suppose anyone would like to guide us to that oil, hmm? It's really quite important that we find some fuel. Head east of our village. You will
1: find what you seek. Where? Everywhere. It bubbles from the ground and it coats
0: the beaches. Well, that's good news. Thank you. It is your funeral, Englishman. Yes, yes, yes.
1: Passo. Complain all you want, Ivan. But at least we are not British. (laughs) I
0: will drink to that. Ah, you
1: will drink to anything, fool.
0: Nostrovia! Are we there yet?
2: Not yet, my little rod. They said the ocean isn't too far off, and that's where we'll find most of the oil, I presume. At least we have a horse and a wagon now. Yes. You never did say what you bartered for. Never mind bartering, Dickie. I challenged our barkeep to a good old-fashioned drinking contest. No one can outdrink this Irishman. Ah, in light of this new information, I'm not sure you should be the one driving this car. Getting tired
1: of all this bumping, man. I think I'm getting seasick.
2: We have to hurry before the sun sets, Rod. It becomes a lot more difficult to spot oil slicks when there's no-
0: What the hell was that?
2: Um, nothing. The winds must be fierce up here. Except the wind's not blowing, Broaden. Look, up in the sky! Is that a bird? It's too big. Must be a plane, or- It's a giant butterfly! My hey, word. They were right. What? Who was right? Uh, nothing. Beat up, Officer Sullivan. Hurry. It's... it is. Hold on to something. Uh... Rod! What the hell? Where'd he go? The giant butterfly beast, it, it just picked him up and flew off. Are you serious? No. No sir, that this is not real. Tell that to Rod. We better pick up the pace and head for those trees. Yeah, okay. I'm a little too beside myself to disagree. How can you be so calm? Trust me, you get used to strange things as an explorer. Remind me to tell you sometime about the giant Aztec squid. There we are. This cave should make an ideal location to spend the night, eh? Whatever you say, Broughton. At least I don't have to worry about giant bugs stealing me away as I sleep. What the hell was that thing? Well, there's a theory started by Sir Charles himself. Who? Darwin. Oh, yeah. They mentioned him a lot during that monkey trial. Indeed. He posited that the unique nature of island biogeography, being isolated from the rest of the Earth's ecological system, often results in gigantism in some species. I have no idea what you just said. Ever heard of the dodo? Yeah, it's extinct, right? Right. Well... It was basically a giant pigeon. Over the years, it grew from its original size to fill an empty niche on the island that required it to be somewhat larger. Wasn't that bird, like, uh, three feet tall? Aye. And that monster was 30 feet long? Um, yes. Well, perhaps it was something in the water then, eh? Stop talking, Broughton, please. Let's just try and sleep without freezing to death, all right? Well, I might recommend an old explorer's trick developed by Sir Richard. He called it spooning.
0: We now interrupt our story for a quick word from our sponsors.
3: Are you an overextended factory owner? Farm in need of seasonal help? Coal mine? If you answered yes to any of the above, then you know what I mean when I say you could be losing sight of your bottom line. Don't let your workers run your life. Here at Madam Green's State Run Orphanage, we have already made workforce just the right size for whatever job you need filled. They can fit into small spaces, be crowded into airless rooms, and goodness knows they love climbing trees in fruit-picking season. Since they live here at the orphanage, they don't pay rent. Our overhead is low, so yours is too. And none of those pesky relative complaints when somebody turns up injured or dead. (laughs) No problem, no relatives. And the very best part, they're too small to unionize. So don't forget, Madam Green's orphans are the best orphans for all your child labor needs.
0: And now, back to Tales of the Extraordinary! Ah, what, what is it? Nothing. Nothing. Uh, just, just a
2: dream, I, I guess. I keep seeing poor Rod being tortured and devoured by that beast. How hideous. Your screams of horror awoke me from a rather peculiar little dream of my own. There were these two tiny princesses. What, like midgets? No, I'm, I'm speaking of truly tiny women. As in, a foot tall. They lived inside a large oyster and could communicate with the butterfly creature. If this were a contest for the most disturbing dream, I think you may have taught me, Broughton. Not that it's a surprise. Well, the sooner we find that oil and get back to the ship, the better, eh? Come on, let's get moving. Ah, smell that? We're at the sea. Must be just over this ridge here. Finally. Get those gas canisters ready. Well, there may still be need to dig, or... Oh, my. Is, is that... The ocean? An ocean of oil, aye. They weren't exaggerating at all. The crude is just everywhere. What are we waiting for? Scoop it up! All right, that's one fool. How's yours? Almost there. Just... Um, was that you, by any chance? I'm going with no.
0: Rotten, look! Where? That bubbling! And... Are those eyes?
2: Oh, dear me. Run, Sullivan, run! Oh, my God! It's enormous! The beast is like a large, oil-stained gorilla? It's the size of a whale! Remind me not to mock the locals anymore, eh? We don't get eaten first. Look at its mouth. What's it? It's glowing like... Run! Get down! Ah! Are you okay? Physically, yes. Quickly, back up the reach. You don't have to tell me twice. Hurry! Can't seem to get a good footing on this shale. It's, it's too slippery. Run! Look out! It's right on you! Ah! What the hell? Was that the gorilla whale? No! But he stopped. What's he looking at? It's what? Riding the butterfly creature. Go get him, girl. Yeah! By Joe. The butterfly is driving off the gorilla monster.
0: Amazing. Hey down there. You guys need a ride. We thought you were dead. Nah. I have a way with the animals. Meet Miss Mittens. She's a real sweetheart once you get to know
2: her. Come on. Grab those cans, Sullivan. You can't mean to ride that thing. If you want to stay and play with the oil monster, go ahead. I'm making my exit. Fine, but
0: I have to warn you. I'm afraid of heights. And so ends another bizarre interlude. Though really, would you expect any less? When we next convene, our heroes will finally set foot on the Isle of Japan to seek their vengeance against the evil General Isayama. Stay tuned for the next story arc titled... Wait, is this really the title? All right, um, <clears throat> let's happy fun time ninja adventure. Okay, here on tales of the extraordinary.